All right, everybody, welcome to the Unnamed Podcast. We were originally going to go with the Idealistic or the Idealist Podcast, but we looked it up before the show and it was taken. So, the reason we came up with that name was because to my, I guess to your left here, he has his own construction company and instead of me talking for him, I'm going to let him talk for himself. Hey guys, so yeah, welcome to the first episode of the unnamed podcast for now um i'm just yes like i like you said i have a construction company uh right now i'm working on a small studio 720 square foot build i'm working on some pocket doors in such a minimal space to save space i'm working on the pocket doors to open up the concept and so yeah i'll have my social media idealistic underscore construction all that stuff on I'll let him deal with that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put those in the description so everybody who watches can check it out. Yeah. But you know, I'm back on to me. No, my name's Zared. Yeah, let's go. We trademarked, by the way. I'm gonna put mine in the description as well. I don't necessarily know where this is gonna upload though. So either way it's gonna be linked, so it doesn't really matter at the end. Yeah, I think with this with social media it's like you need content to post. So right now with the studio build, I have something to post, which is why I'm kind of advertising my social media now. Yeah, exactly. Rather than before. Th- yeah, that's exactly why before with my social medias, you know, I, I taught myself to where like, for the most part, I taught myself how to audio engineer, which is what I'm currently trying to make a career and we're also making music because I, I can't get away from not making it. I love it too much, <laughs> especially yeah. when I get back into it. I'm like, damn, dude, I, I miss this. Now that I'm I'm graduated, I'm trying to. You're a free man. Trying to go, yeah. To the real world. I'm trying to quit my job. You trying to quit your job? <laughs> I'm trying to quit my job. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> your forty-hour job. How many hours do you work? Thirty. Thirty hours. I upped it by two. So say say you bring um. The music industry. How many hours do you spend on music industry? How many hours would I spend on it? Yeah, like right, like. Uh, twenty four six. If I could, twenty four six. All right. I saw this one post. I have to have my Sabbath day. Your Sabbath day? Yeah. Nice. I saw this one post on social media. Of course, it was um saying, I hated working a nine to five job, so I started my own business and I work twenty four seven. So, you're almost there. <laughs> well, I'm not. <laughs> Same I, thing. I could start. I have. I have the funds to start my business, and I have the lawyer and all that, but. I'm not trying to start it with the new 87,000 IRS agents that have been hired. So I think I'm good. Yeah, that's the problem with construction as well. Everything's all about money. Everyone has money. Everyone's just throwing money. Like in big construction industries, everyone's like, I have an extra quarter billion dollar project to spend on a school for a school stadium. Dude, does the school actually need it? No, but let's spend the money. And that's what uh, our guy, I'm going to say, Right, our guy f- talking to me about where the construction industry is just hurry up, spend the money, and then let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, I thought it was like elongated so that way you can get the money or something. Oh like yeah, that. that you need to kind of elongate the whole process to get them whole money because if you if you spend the money or if you use the money at the beginning, get it dro- done really fast, you lose all that money you could have earned because it's all based on grants and time, you know. Um, yeah, there's, a whole, there's a whole there's a whole thing going into construction. We could talk about that later. So pyramid scheme. 
Okay. I mean, everything. No, yeah, it is a pyramid scheme. It's just. It's just the government. When you have the government involved, you can kind of just do whatever, and they won't really check up on you to the most part. Are we allowed to talk about the government? Yeah, I mean, we live we live in a in a country that has a government. I don't see why not. Oh, yeah, free speech as well, right? Yeah. There you go. I don't see, yeah, we're not going to, well, I don't know, maybe they will. I mean, the FBI is not going to bust down my door and <laughs> execute me in, in front of the camera here. Oh, that one video on FBI opened up. <laughs> yeah, I was actually watching that video. There was a vase where he just like throws a vase on the wall for some reason. I never realized I never realized that before, but it happened. There's a vase on the wall. Yeah, he, the guy just comes in, you know, FBI open up, and he just has a vase and just throws it at the wall. It makes <laughs> makes no sense. And obviously, like everyone starts coming down from the freaking roofs and all that good stuff. Anyways, going back to the podcast. Yeah, we were originally gonna go with um. Like a radio show, <clears throat> but I know nothing about the industry. That's where he comes in, knows radio, copyright, trademarks. I don't know the whole shebang. Um, I remember coming in one day, calling up Zay, hey, I have an idea. Let's do a radio show. We could incorporate, like, we could incorporate music venues, right? Um, was it? We're going to do music showcase. Music showcases, kind of get like local artists in the area, talk about themselves. That's where the podcast comes in. So we would use the podcast to kind of interview the upcoming artists or just anyone in general who wants to be on the show. So, because we do have a local radio show under Texas State, but in my opinion, it's not. It could be better. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Okay. Why not? Okay. So it could be better. There's just little things that need to be fixed and kind of more open to the community to incorporate everyone, if that makes sense. It's it's less university-bound and it's more yeah, city-bound. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or at least within the confines of, like, 50-mile radius bound. Yeah, exactly. Instead Especially of just kind Austin of local. Right there. So, Especially with Austin. Austin's the, like, the live music capital. Yeah, so, I mean, there's always room for improvement on radios. And and I was I was thinking we could bring some music in, but then that's when he kind of... Not discouraged me, but that's when I was discouraged when I mentioned music because then you have to pay everyone and there's royalty fees. And I mean, we're not a million billion dollar industry, so we can't just be spending money on that unless you do. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get all that. But that's why you see all those Twitch streamers constantly getting striked because they get copyright strike because they're playing music. They're playing uh, Kanye West. Yeah, they're playing Kanye West (laughs) and they don't have the rights to the music label didn't give them the rights to play it. Originally, it was cool because Twitch didn't really, was too small to really do anything about it, but now they're too big to actually get away with it now. So, I have a question about that then. So, how they got away with it, will they actually get royalties from it? Or not royalties, but the streamers that actually get money f- from the stream if they played the music? Well, the whole, pr- the whole thing is they don't have the rights to play it in the begin with. Yeah, but they would still make money during their stream, right, from donations and stuff? I definitely had to, that definitely had a part to do with why they're so strict on that on Twitch now. But but also, like, looking back or looking to the future now, say they made profit off whatever there was Twitch streaming, did they have to pay back that money or did they just kind of, like, slut it on the rug and, like, whatever, don't do that anymore? They, yeah, they just tell them don't do it anymore. Because oh, so. they didn't directly make, like, they weren't selling... Yeah, they weren't the music, music that they were streaming to yeah. their fans. It just had they were just playing it, but the music industry is you have to pay me in order to do that because mm-hmm. someone has the rights to it and it's not you. 
It's not you. Yeah, basically, it's not you. I mean, it's it's understandable. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. But at the same time, how much money do you actually need in the music industry? Every penny. Every penny. When every stream is worth a tenth of a penny and it gets split by like a hundred people, I mean, it's a dollar. Can you blame them? Or I mean, I can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Some ghostwriter action. Do ghostwriters make a lot of money? Depends. Depends on how much they agree to. They have to agree to it. You can't just like. No, I mean they have to agree to it. They have to agree with it that they get no credits. Because they're ghostwriters, so they have no name credit anywhere. Mm. They have to agree with a flat out fee. So it's not like um, at the end of the production of the song or whatever, saying, "Hey, I put an extra ten percent aside for you," or it's just. No. $10,000 or $10 million up front. That's take it or leave it. No, because they would have to be under name, like under a contract. Oh, okay. And they're ghostwriters. But they have to like legally be listed as someone who contributed contributed uh-huh. to the song. Because you got to think of the taxes. Because <laughs> it was taxes, dude. Yeah, because if, if you're just getting money and you have, like, if let's say this guy has no job, right? Yeah. But he gets like, you know, 10% off of Drake's God's Plan because he wrote that song, right? Yeah. Or 20% off God's Plan. The IRS 20%. is going to be like, where the hell is this? Where the hell are these millions of dollars coming from? <laughs> yeah. You're not listed as having a job or anything. <laughs> like, where the hell is this money coming from? So the, I would think it would be in their best interest to actually be listed. Yeah. And not, you know, get audited for, in, for everything that they have. That's, that's funny, though, but they're getting money. As a ghostwriter, but technically you would still have... I don't know. I guess I have to look into that to explain it better. I can't just explain it right now, but... I mean, they agree to a contract that they get this amount of money and they're not going to be listed. Mm -hmm. And that's actually like the... But they still have to report that money is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you're not really unemployed to an extent. Yeah, no, but I was talking about in the in the terms of like the royalties that you were talking oh, about. If they okay, get like okay. a percentage, oh, okay, okay, then you know every time the song's played, they get ten percent of the song. Uh huh. So that's constant. I mean, the song doesn't just stop. <laughs> yeah. See, this is why but, you're, this is why you're the contract music industry guy. Like, I don't know. You're just no that stuff. I mean, there's still songs playing from <laughs> 1990 something mm-hmm. on the on like the what's it called Kiss FM. Yeah. You just hear Xavier's World Tour. Likes to shoot his gun. Like that song is still around. (laughs) Someone's getting that. It's definitely not. But also, if it's on the radio, that means someone's paying to have it on there. Mm. Which goes back into the radio show. So I was telling them about the radio show. I was like, listen, it sounds like a good idea for local for local bands. An artist, yeah. An artist. In order for them to like I'm not saying like you know we're like big boy and like we got to get an interview like like they have to interview with us otherwise they're they're not gonna be known, but the interview is something that would be of use to them if they wanted it. And yeah. We would ask them like, hey, do you want to be on this interview with us so that way we can have your name out to more people, which was fine and all, but then he also mentioned that he wanted to play music. Yeah, and that's whenever I told him I was like, "Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now, pretty much next to impossible." Okay, since no one knows who we are, but also if we wanted to do that, we'd have to pay 
since it'd be different because we're we'd be a starter radio show, so we'd have to actually pay the music label to use the to use their music. We had to play UMG, RCA, UAG, or whatever it's called. UMG. We'd have to pay them in order for us to license their music for us to play. But if even if somehow we had the money to pay that, and if Stop they agree with that, then we're probably not going to get anything from <laughs> it. <laughs> we're not going to get anything from it. Have It'd be different if we were like a legacy pennies. radio show where they actually pay us to play the music or they actually give us the song for free. They actually give us the music for free in order for whoever they want to promote mm-hmm. to be promoted. So the reason why I came up with that is because you have this amazing playlist. I don't know. I'm just freaking love with that playlist, dude. The freaking Ultimate Bangers playlist. What is it called? <laughs> yeah, Ultimate Bangers. Oh no, Eternal Bangers. Eternal, Eternal bangers. bangers. There you go. How long has that been going on? I don't. How long has it been going on? Well, yeah. When did you start it? Where you I, at start, now? I started in like June, but the length of the playlist is what is what you're asking. It's yeah, a, I think it's at seven days. Seven days. Seven days and like fourteen hours. And it has what music on it? Just any music that's a banger or what? Yeah, pretty much. Has a, a lot of the music is from our childhood, so some nostalgia action. Exactly from early two thousands to twenty fifteen, I would say. Pretty much all our school years. Early two thousands. You were born in two thousands. I was born in two thousand. Prior. No, do you have any ninety songs? Some. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I think I do have Nirvana in there. I think I do. I know I have. Uh, it's been a while. You got some. Uh, I would assume you have some Pearl Jam in there too, now. Oh, I don't do even blow. Bro, I remember. I remember in one of your videos. I don't know if it was on Instagram, or if you posted on YouTube. No, I think you were just in the back of our car or something. And you just started going off on that song, and I was like, dude, those vocals are really good. I think I think it was like a black or leather or something by Pearl Jam, and I was like. I remember that looking back. That was a long back. time ago. Yeah, I know. That was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I know, I but like, I, I remember that because I was like, was that, dude. Is that what we went to New Braunfels? I don't remember what was happening that day. It was dude. in your car. I know it was in your car. Yeah, but that was like, what, five years ago? How do I... Yeah, I was like, I think it was like 2018, 2019. Yeah. I think it was 2018. Yeah, but that was good. I remember I was like, this guy's going places with, the, with those vocals. <laughs> you know what the funny <laughs> thing is? I'm a oh, hundred, no. I'm like a thousand percent of a better singer than I was two months, three months ago. And a while ago, uh, I remember we were in the English class, and my dog Jake was in there, and he was saying, "At high school?" Yeah, yeah. It oh, okay. was a long time ago. Yeah. And he was like, "I remember, I, I remember what I was singing." And he was like, "Hey, bro, you inquire, you inquire." And I was like, "Nah." <laughs> like, why? He was like, "I don't know. You just kind of have like a nice, you have a nice voice." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, all right, I appreciate it," but like, it never really occurred to me. Like, why he would say it. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. Uh, it's also one of those things where sometimes you just subconsciously mention something to kind of put the idea into them. Mm. So that way they also follow through with it. I don't know. But be- because you see the potential in it. I'm not saying just throw it, throw around the idea. But but now that's what I am doing. And that's what you're doing, which is really which weird. Is, yeah, it's, it's really cool. And... That's why we got the studio build here. Oh, shoot. Yeah, what's up with the studio? What's the story with this? Well, the studio build was 
I would say a conclusion of where the steps that I have taken in order to feel fulfilled in life is what I'll say. Some fulfillment. It was a step-by-step process that I figured out at my lowest points in life. It started off with, you know, what did I do when I felt the worst? I would sing, all right, well, what was the next step? You know, oh, let me... Let me write my own stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Not, uh, man, this stuff is kind of corny, but... No, you're good. I'll just keep working on it. No, I was talking about, like, that's what oh, I was okay. saying. I, I was like, man, this stuff's kind of corny, but how can I make it better? All right, let me just continue to write. I wrote for a little bit, and I was like, well, what's the next step after that? Oh, let me record myself then. So it was a step-by-step process to where I got now, and I was like, oh, how do I make myself sound the best? All right, well, let me figure out how to make it sound clean. Mm-hmm. That's right, and then I got to audio engineering. I was like, "Oh, cool!" Taught myself for like four months before I started. I actually went to school. And where I'm at now, and had I moved out of the apartment that I was staying in for school, save money as well, and the lease was almost done. So yeah, I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna renew it. Might as well save money." But all that money went into here. Heck yeah, which you and I build. Heck yeah, that's when, that's when you uh, contracted idealistic. Con- no, that's when you contracted pre-idealistic construction. Yeah, that's when I, I contracted Jess. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the Jess. Yes. The one man construction team. Yeah, I didn't get paid, so I don't have to report anything on my taxes for that. <laughs> it was <laughs> you it was, paid, pre- it was purely charity. Yeah, you paid me in a what? Sack deductible. <laughs> you paid me in Red Bull and hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, talking free. Seven Eleven hot dogs. Yeah. Oh, Seven Eleven hot dogs and Red Bull, the sugar free. Yeah, yeah. Was it more cheese than Doritos, Cheetos, and Fritos? <laughs> wait, wait. What is it? A bag of chips? I ain't talking Fritos. Oh yeah, yeah. Whole bag of chips. I ain't talking Fritos. <laughs> What's the actual word? Oh, it's a cut. I oh, I saw. Oh damn it! It's five fabulous. And uh, what's his name? Radio Killer. But. Bag full of chips. I ain't talking ruffles. <laughs> ruffles. It was ruffles, go. but you said. Fritos. <laughs> yeah, it's because we had a chili cheese Fritos or whatever the heck. And I was like, I don't eat Fritos. You eat Fritos. Or do you want them? And you were like, you said, yeah, I'll eat them. <laughs> Throw it in the bag. <laughs> Are you talking Fritos? <laughs> How long did this build take? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, we started in like... Yeah, we, we started s- in the summer. Yeah, we started in the summer. We started in... I'd say like June. We started in June. June or July. Because I remember it was like a week or two before we actually started school. Mm-hmm. And then I would have to wake up early sometimes. Yeah, I remember we would... It was probably like... probably. We started in May. Possibly. I don't know. It, uh, let's just say somewhere in... It, somewhere in, somewhere. Somewhere in the summer of 2021. Yeah. Last yeah. year. <laughs> 2021. Which is weird how it kind of came into full circle. Having the studio built, now we're kind of going... Now it's all go for you, right? So... You have like that. Among go, go. Yeah, yeah. So we started in twenty twenty one summer. Actually, wasn't. I mean, it was a little bad because it was a little hot. It was really hot. <laughs> no air. Summer, yeah. No AC. No mini splits. Shout out to the mini splits. It's <laughs> a good investment. Yeah. The only problem is I'm probably gonna end up moving. So it's like, oh damn, I spent all this money on this. Just uh, get a hatchback and just put it back there and just. Rip all the walls off? Yeah, rip all the walls out. Actually, that's how they made it. They 
It was a prefab, so they just put it together, and then we did the inside. We did, yeah. Came out pretty. Came out pretty nice, actually. Yeah. I think there's room for improvements as anything goes, but considering we're I'm, too young. I mean, this is my first build, like doing people. anything handiwork <laughs> at all. So the DIY. I, I remember I told him whenever I was like, "Hey, you want to build this?" And he was like, "We can." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say no because, I mean, it benefits you and it's something that I know and like to do. And then also it's a learning experience for you. I remember the phrase that I used was, I'll be your construction monkey. Construction You just monkey. tell me what to do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just, uh, the other day I was actually cutting drywall. And I remember when we were doing the build, you were like right under me, underneath me or something on the oh, corner. I was cutting in the other half. Yeah. I was cutting the other half that I was like kind of used like a, I was kind of like a pool table cue. I was like, <laughs> I was just like this and like making sure it was like nice and straight. And he just like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like, it was so slid. close to my face. <laughs> it was so close to my face, bro. I was like here. Like, <laughs> just that like here. a little slash along your face afterwards. I would have looked like Anakin. Uh, I remember asking you, what would you have done if you had a slash on your face and you were like, you said, that'd be gangsta. You'd be like, All I right. think it would be gangsta. It would be a cool ass scar. No, you said something along the lines of, um, I, yeah, I don't know what that, uh, I don't care. I'm just going to do that. But yeah, you said it was, uh, would have been gangsta. It would have been cool. Like, All right. Now I have a slash on my face. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have a reaction is what I'm saying. I don't think I would, honestly. You'd be like, all right, now I have a scar on my face. I think I'd just be like, mm. <laughs> all right. Oh, that's what made me laugh. I probably would have put a hand sanitizer in it. <laughs> that's what I do with all my cuts. I just put hand sanitizer on all over my all over my cut. Yeah, I had this cut the other day. I just like rubbed uh, sawdust on it to not get it infected and try it. Yeah, because it wanted to suck up all the blood. What? Oh, shoot. Anyway. It was, it was a cool build. The floor right there is. We're not gonna talk about that. Yeah, we don't talk about the floor. I mean, it looks cool except for this one section. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, we were missing two little pieces of uh, flooring, and Zay was like, "I'm gonna finesse this," but we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I was like, "Let's not do that," but whatever. Besides that, I like the like the rubber trim you made. You did. Yeah, for the most part. Since the focus is over here, yeah, you don't really notice mm -hmm. the little flaws, and how over here there's still the scratch from when the yeah I told <laughs> you to paint that you need to touch something I know. up, and <laughs> back here there's a piece of tape still up there. <laughs> Where? Oh shoot! <laughs> I didn't see that. And I remember on top of that there's like a one inch gap that we just filled up with a gorilla, gorilla oh, glue, yeah. gorilla cock right here. On. Yeah, but you can't you can't notice that no, one. You can't. I'm pretty sure you can notice the one up here. You can put the stucco and all that. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> stucco, it's drywall mud. Stucco is the metal, the concrete. Makes oh, yeah, when... But if it wasn't for these panels, you probably wouldn't. You would probably be able to notice it. And man, these panels, dude, they're freaking huge. These panels look cool. Shout out to Jess. Yes, also he built those for me. Thank you, dude. I... The, everything here, I bought the materials for. Yeah, I I, I funded. But Jess just helped me put everything up and pretty much directed me on what to do. I can, dude. Just want you to achieve your goals. Same goes for everyone. So these these panels, uh, I guess you can't see those ones up there. Right here and right here. And there's there's three over here as well. Oh, and to mention, uh, this was also prior to the material inflation cost. 
It was going, it was going up now. back then because people weren't at work. But now it's even worse now because of inflation. Yeah, everyone's like buying. And also, the people are like <laughs> getting laid off because of inflation. Yeah. So everything is way more expensive. And if you wanted to buy, I wanted to buy. I was like looking. I don't know. I was thinking about buying a house or like getting my own place somewhere. Mm, yeah. If I would right now, another reason why I'm. Not stuck here, but I'm choosing to stay here is because I do not want to pay almost hundred percent more. Yeah, for sure. On everything else, in no matter where I go. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm trying to leave the country at some point. You know, make my grab my bag and go. Uh, man, that's not a good idea, man. I think it's a good that's idea. That's not a good idea. You have to get everything re-registered. I I already. Well, have I guess my in Mexico it doesn't matter. I already have my citizenship in Mexico. Oh, that's true. I I got it. I got my citizenship probably a month ago, and I got my passport last week. But even if you go to another country, everything relies on the U.S. dollars. So you don't escape it. But it's still cheaper. It's also bad to say it's cheaper because for the people living there, it's not cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel bad. But at the same time, if say I were to open up another construction business in Mexico, it'd be I'd helping I'd be helping the community in the sense of giving them jobs and growing the economy a little bit. But I'm also the problem of gentrification to an extent. But I mean, I'm a Mexican citizen. My dad's Mexican. My whole family's Mexican. So it's it's it, it's it plays out at the end of the day. So figure out on that. But that's everything. But every like everywhere you go is inflated. Yeah, some but, places are worse. Well, yeah. I mean, you could go look at freaking like, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, or I was gonna say uh, South America, um, Argentina, <laughs> where oh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Or even just like El Salvador and stuff like that. Brazil has the like the severe case of they have a, they have like a, a like a like raging cases of like STDs and all that. Right I now. don't look into that, but I mean it makes sense honestly. I remember I was looking up to travel to Singapore, Brazil, or like South America or something like that. And I was like, I wonder how much it would cost. Not that expensive. Exactly. Yeah, but whenever I checked at the. <laughs> Like the U.S. travel guide to these, like, you know how each country has their own, like, U.S. embassy, kind of? Yeah, their travel advisory, it's called, I think. Yeah. Yeah. When I looked it up, it says, if you go there, or it said, one, one it said, you should you should avoid it. You should avoid traveling to Brazil. You should, no, specifically South America. Mm-hmm. Not not just Brazil, the whole of South yeah, America. Yeah, South America is pretty sus sometimes, some areas. I mean, if you're not dumb, you're fine, but. So you should avoid South America because of the high like disease risk mm-hmm. so you see if you can you should absolutely avoid it and not go there but well, if you do go there you have to come back and get tested for a whole bunch of stuff yeah <laughs> wait but you said STDs so you're just saying stuff now in general or what I don't remember what it was I was just kind of I think it was STDs mm. well I mean just don't have sex yeah. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it was but yeah it was like diseases at least mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say STDs because I'm not too sure I'm just gonna say diseases yeah, it goes for anywhere, though. There's a lot of diseases everywhere. But, I mean, I don't know. The U.S. also has travel advisories for every country. Like, Yeah, every other country doesn't really have... Everywhere you go is ran by the government. Specifically, like... Or specifically, the, has everything has to go through the government, is what I mean. There's no division. I don't know. Like, like the police is... Travel. All the police is federal... I don't know what they like, all, the, all the police is federal and everywhere else. Like, there is no state provinces that account 
or that they report to. Mm-hmm. So everything is just ran by the government. If you have a problem with it, then you report it to the government, but there's no local accountability, which is why, like, they don't have in Singapore, I don't know what the cities are, but they don't have this city police, this city police, this city police, then the state police. It's just the government police. Mm-hmm. That's it. So they can just do whatever they want, which is kind of what they do. And that's where, like, in South America, they have a lot of um, a lot yeah. of uh, different turf wars and yeah. gangs going on. Like, in Colombia, they have the guerrillas or something. I'm not too sure, but <laughs> I'm not trying to find out. Then in Mexico, they have Jalisco, Nuevo Generacion, um, the Sinaloan cartel. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of gangs going on. I'm no pro on that stuff either. I'm good. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm good. You're good? I mean, I I don't know. I, Speaking no, of I, that, I, a lot I, of people I, like I, to I, travel. I, I want to use the studio to make music that can go out there somehow, if somehow they understood English. Ooh. But I'm not trying to go there. I was going to say, that's also something I have in the future. I, um, I mentioned to you the other day. It's not right now, anyway. Yeah, not right now. Not right now, because I'm just a private citizen. Yeah. I had security with Glax <laughs> and the Glockies. I had Glockies and, you know, the rifles that are ready to gun down some fools, then I'm cool. Mm-hmm. But by myself, no. But that's something I was going to say. I mentioned to you the other day that um, I, once I get bored of construction, the thing with me is I get bored of things. Like I could go into construction. I could go into um, art. I could go into finance. But then I get bored of those things after I've kind of proved to myself that I can do it. And then I go into a different industry for a little bit and then just kind of see myself like fumbling around a lot. <laughs> so I brought up that I might dabble in the music industry for a while. So I feel that being traveling and networking while I do, when I do do that stuff, I could kind of come back to you and say, Hey, I found a couple of artists in this area that are willing to work with an engineer or something. And that kind of makes you, or gives you a reason to kind of travel and do like global business to an extent. And then me being a construction person, I can build a, a studio or something. <laughs> it kind of just the whole like, studio everywhere you go. Yeah, exactly. It just established a huge network of like um, artists, engineers, studios. Man- You'll be a manager is what you mean. So and, and that's something cool. And I would just want myself, I would just want to do it to see if I can do it, to prove it to myself. I don't know. Uh, it just wouldn't hurt to try. It just. Yeah. You just got to establish something first so that way you're not just, you know, mm-hmm. making zero dollars here and then, oh, oh, you know, I'm bored and then I'm going to make zero dollars. Oh, well, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. Then that's what for you me, said, I, I always uh, have to make profit out of it. For example, example construction is very you lucrative. Can, you can, yeah, if you can't justify it, then there's no point. Yeah. <laughs> like right now, with everything that I do, I mean, my, I told you before. Yeah. <laughs> my net income for, I guess my ROI on all this is negative. There you go. <laughs> got a negative ROI. I'm like at negative 200%. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing with the music industry is... I don't make anything back. (laughs) The thing with the music industry is if you find one good client or something, you're kind of set. And then they kind of network you out and bring you out and stuff. For construction, it's everyone's always trying to do something in construction. There's a lot of DIYs and people who don't know how to build decks or fix doors, windows, and all that good stuff. Even, Even mounted TV. I have this one app that there's jobs in the local area. I think it's got like thumbtack it's not sponsored by us or anything 
But Thumbtack, you, um, there's a whole bunch of people online. They it could be the post. That could be. Yeah, Thumbtack. Haven't used your service yet, but I can. Um, and there's always people looking for simple things. For example, changing down a lock or fixing a little faucet. I mean, I'm not a plumber, so I can't do that. Do the plumbing stuff, but I can fix a little faucet or something, or just even like mount a TV on the wall, because people don't know how to find studs. I, th- I thought we should do the podcast. At least do something because no matter where you are in the world, no mm-hmm. matter what you're doing, you, there's no way of avoiding any kind of construction handiwork. Yeah. So I was thinking that this podcast could be more of a construction kind of based podcast slash show, I guess, showcase of what you do really? as well. So you're only telling it to me. That's weird. Well, that was the original idea, or like not the original <clears throat> idea, but the idea for the podcast, but now we kind of just branched out into doing other things that are kind of just fun mm-hmm. yeah that's, but it'll, it'll also be a good showcase for for you yeah so that way or even just like making little like quick videos because no matter where you go people won't avoid having to do handiwork at some point in time yeah. like you said some people just need to do simple stuff but they don't know how to do it yeah how do i put the screw in the in the drywall that was, was, like, that was your action yeah right that was me exactly <laughs> but no one looked it up mm-hmm I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, 100% it's on YouTube. Yeah, I, I was going to say. People, always, people are always going to find it somewhere. And it's like, is it you? Is it? Yeah. It's unavoidable. I was going to say, for a lot of homeowners and people out there who are just trying to save money, as much as someone might say DIY is hard, it's not. It's It's easy and it's fun. A lot of people say blue-collar workers work hard, stuff like that. But a lot of the time it's... It's really not that hard, you know? Like, for example, you doing this, it was hard, but it was fun, right? Yeah, or it was pretty cool. Not n- not even that hard. It was just a lot of time-consuming and kind of learning what, what to do. After that, you kind of got a gist of what you're supposed to do, and you did it. And, hey, like you said, it came out good. It did. The acoustics in this room are actually not that bad. I mean, it could be better, but... Except, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not a... I was no acoustician, and I wasn't in school at that point where I took my acoustic class to be like, all right... This is how we're treating it. This is how we're gotta make sure we get the corners there. Mm-hmm. Had a general idea. I mean, that rock wall insulation was pretty good. <laughs> I've never worked with rock wall insulation, but that I don't know. I love rock wool. I think I I prefer rock wool now more than I do foam insulation, which is what I recommended to you at first. But now I definitely gonna recommend foam. I mean, rock wool insulation. I don't know the STC rating on it. I don't know the sound transmission control, which is. How well the the material absorbs mm-hmm. sound. I don't remember what it is on here. I think it said it on the on the package, but I do not remember. Either way, it sounds pretty all right. Yeah, and you're in the that. mixed position anyway, which is I mean, got where some I would be. Traps. Those dude, I ordered those in I ordered those in December. You know when I I, don't know, I ordered those in October. You know when I got those? No. May. Nice. Like six months. Yeah. No, not me. From what? Sweetwater or just I, I online? Them, I, no, I ordered them in October and I got them in March. I got them in March. Better than May. <laughs> yeah. That was like six months. Uh-huh. But it's the company is from like Greenland or something. Oh, oh but it's GIK, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's GLK. GLK? Yeah, I think. No, I think it's GIK. Anyway, they also build, good. they also build acoustic panels and stuff too, right? 
Really good. Yeah, not sponsored. Not sponsored by GIK, but I would love to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would love to be. I need to. I'm trying to build my portfolio so that way I can be sponsored by GIK and Waves, like DSP, and all that. But I'm nowhere near that. So where do you yet. see yourself then? Like, say you get sponsored. What do you see? How yourself would I get doing? that sponsor? No, like. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah, say so you get sponsored to be in, by all these big companies, right? Or, I don't know, in my opinion, they're big because I yeah. assume the music industry uses them. Mm-hmm. What do you see yourself doing? Building another studio? Moving? Or... Oh, no, I'm definitely building just another studio. Just buy like way a... Way better. Just buy an acre of land, build a nice studio it with the house. Depends on where I live. Texas? I live in Texas. It's kind of hard because a lot of the people around people around here aren't recording. <laughs> Even my professor, who owns, he now owns a, his own studio in Texas. Yeah, in Austin. Okay. Even he's having trouble bringing bands in. Mm-hmm. What's his... he's been doing it for like thirty years. Oh wow! What's his uh? How does he do it? Does does he just go to venues and try to find artists and stuff, or what does he do? Like, how would someone Pretty find much, yeah. people? Or like, a lot of people are people he's already worked with. Mm. I say that because like they're not even coming around here and like anymore. Really, I remember he was telling one of our one of my classmates who I think is interning from for him right now. He was he was saying, "Hey, if you know any bands, bring them in." Yeah, and, and I was like. You don't, you don't have them either? <laughs> you don't have them either? I remember, you got, I remember one time we we're, were beefing or something <laughs> like that. And the dude was saying, you need to get, you need to book more studio time. I was like, first of all, I live 50 minutes away. Uh-huh. And second of all, <laughs> dog, if you can't find people to record with, how am I going to find people to record with, dude? Uh-huh. How does that make any sense? You so, ha- you actually have a legacy in a discography where I'm just starting. How am I gonna do it? <laughs> but you have found a couple of clients, but they're also uh, classmates and stuff, right? Yeah, they were classmates. But that's where the music industry is, and I don't know. Nobody's recording. Nobody's recording. So, so what's the goal of recording? Is it to make your music better, or is it to make money? What is it? I mean, because. Why aren't people recording? Is it too expensive? I'm pretty sure it's too expensive. And also, I'm pretty sure that's why. Mm-hmm. But also, everything's more expensive. Yeah. Also, because the people around here have day jobs. They work 40-hour work weeks. Yeah. That's true. And I remember I was explaining this to a few me- a few family members one time when they asked me about something. something. I was telling them about like the cost of making a song mm-hmm. and like actually if you want it to be successful in any kind of way, then you're going to have to spend like a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So let's say around here, I'm going I'm to use this as an example because around here it's nothing but bands. Yeah. Because like indie alternative rock is kind of the thing. And covers as well. Yeah, and covers. Which is like, if you're going to spend money to make covers, why? Like, why? Mm-hmm. You might as well just make your own stuff. You're going to spend money for it. But everyone around here is are like bands. Mm-hmm. Alternative rock kind of stuff. So you got to think of the cost for it. 
especially for a band, since there's so many more people to deal with and record at one time, you more than likely won't do it in the first take. Yeah. So you have to book the studio for a few hours, a minimum of two. If you if you could do two, if you could do it in two hours, then you're a good musician. But <laughs> more than likely, it's, it's a minimum of two, which is like fifty. 60 an hour, something like that. Depends on where you go and depends on how good the... Well, if you're recording a band, you need a big space, so you're more than likely going to go to the more expensive places that actually have room for all of your your bandmates at one time to be in. Yeah. So that's like 50, 60 <clears throat> an hour. Some, peop- some places do like 75 an hour. So you do that times two, that's 150. Even more, 225 if you do three hours. And optimally, and I'm saying optimally, it's 150 for just the recording. Mm-hmm. That's if you do it in two hours, which more than likely won't happen. Then you got to get someone to mix it for you, which is another hundred and something dollars, mm-hmm. depending on who you go to. I do 120, and that's less than what I think the average is around here. I know a lot of the, I mean, I'm not a big time, I'm not a big time mixing engineer at all. But if you get higher up, they do like 3000 per song. Really? Yes. Dang, that's expensive. Right. I do 120 for a song and... How long does it take you though? Like, what's depends your on how many. Hour? Depends on how many tracks. Mm. And if it's a live band, like if it's a live band, then it takes a lot more time because I have to actually get, you know, there's multiple mics. Mm-hmm. So I have to... I have to get the bleed, some of the bleed, at least some of the bleed that sounds bad out of the signal or the track, the signal mm-hmm. of the track. That way something, you know, it doesn't sound weird whenever it's being played because something's interfering with the timing of how it gets in, into the mic and all that. I think I've, I haven't done, I have done, but it wasn't like a full fledged out, I recorded it. Song. I just used it was for it was for class. It was just kind of like a project song that we worked on. Came out alright, but the dude that recorded it did a good job of recording it. He's been recording songs for like forty years. So did he go to a studio or did he go? Yeah, to- he recorded it. it. It was like it was a song that was released a while ago, but it, mm-hmm. it's like public or it, it is public right now. You can download it from this one site. But you got to get someone to mix it for you, which can be like $120 to $300, depending on who you go to. Mm-hmm. So that's whatever you have, 550 I mean, yeah, 550 maybe. If you, no, I guess we're at 350 So 350 then you have to get it mastered, in which if you get I mean, you can get a, a dookie <laughs> mastering engineer. On Fiverr or what? <laughs> <laughs> just around, and someone just throws on... This plug in and they put on some presets and they're like, dude, look, it sounds louder, bro. It sounds good. Mm-hmm. So you can get a, a dookie mastering engineer for $30 <laughs> or you can actually have someone who knows what they're doing for four, mm-hmm. like $80, $100. I was going to so say, isn't, isn't psychology play a factor in that too? Because sometimes people are, um, people could be, people could contract someone to make their song sound better. And you just put some little mixers and stuff in there like, bro, this is really good. 
right? So it's just psychology. In a way. I thought you were going to go somewhere different with that, but yeah. No, no. Some people just want things done. And once they have it done, they think it's the best thing ever. It depends on who you go to. I'm talking about the person who wants to actually seriously release music. So oh, if someone yeah, wants yeah. to seriously release music, they're probably not going to be going for the... Yeah. <laughs> the Oh, you just put some tracks in there. Yeah, they're probably going to be like... snares. They're probably going to actually wonder what they're... What you're paying for? Yeah. Yeah. I say that because I also saw some YouTube videos on the difference between a $30 mix to a $300 mix from some random YouTube guy. And people loved it for some reason. <laughs> I mean, to me, if I hired someone to do something for me, I'd be, and it's not my field, it'd be, I don't know, professional. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's kind of my point right there. If someone's like seriously wanting to release music, they're gonna have someone who takes it seriously. Mm-hmm. It's not like you know, why is he charging thirty dollars? Yeah, like that's probably not the greatest person I should go to. Yeah. <laughs> then they got the mastering engineer. That's we're at four fifty now. Then if you want to spend, well, if you want to have your song being promoted and being seen anywhere, you gotta spend at least. Twice as much. Yeah. Which, if we're at 450 you're going to have to spend $900 to get it anywhere. I'd say a good $1,500. Promote it on Instagram, on social media, which is... I forgot. I don't know how much it... I think it depends on your range of where you want the ad to be located. Mm-hmm. If you want it located with, within, I don't know, 50 miles, I think it's like... Damn it. I think it's like $80. Or something like and that. Something and of I, that nature. I'm not too exactly too sure. And that goes into social media, yeah. where you need social media to kind of get out there. Yeah, unfortunately, everyone does need social media in order to actually have a name in any sort of realm. Because mm-hmm. you Especially use social media for your bookings and just your projects, and you use YouTube to release your music. Because I don't pay for the beats. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I, I can't monetarily release it, and I didn't buy the beats, and it was kind of more practice releasing stuff mm-hmm. and more practice for my writing and my singing than it was to actually make money off of it because I knew going into it I wasn't going to make money. Yeah. And I don't make money now. Yeah, like you just said earlier. At least not enough <laughs> to like at least at least not enough to justify any of the stuff that I have. Mm-hmm. I guess it is kind of justifiable cuz if someone gets my stuff 100% they're like I've actually had that a few times. I'm like like yo, it's fire. What'd you do to it? And I was like, you know, I just had to throw my sauce on it. I had to, oh, I had to, I had to do something. I had, it's my signature. And I'm not going to say what it is because it's my signature. But what is it? I'm not going to say. <laughs> <clears throat> it's those things that you can't, you can't emulate that. Because mm-hmm. I don't And also, I just... You just can't emulate it. So that's my sauce, and I also know how to. I also know how to make things. I also know how to tweak things so everything sounds the way that fits right in the song. Mm. And more than anything, especially now, because you like what you do. Yeah, and I love what I do. So I charge one twenty, but you're getting quality. Yeah, you're getting. I charge one twenty, but you're getting quality, and I also don't charge for how long it's gonna take or. How many times you want to send it back to me? I mean, I guess there's a certain point where I'm gonna be like, 
yo, <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, like if we're recording something over and over again, I'm like, yo, like we we can't do this. We can't. Like it's gonna get released or it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel that's also something in the music this industry is that's like that people just bit. kind of juggle things back and forth. Like I don't know if it's good enough. I like it, but I don't like it. And there's that. I, I think that's one of the key differences between someone who takes it serious and someone who oh, doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Is the people who take it serious just release it. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's, it goes. They give like, themselves a deadline and it's like, all right, well, I got to release it now because it's the deadline that it has to be out. Mm-hmm. Or they actually move to a place of opportunity where their music would actually flourish. Mm-hmm. Like right here, if you're trying to do hip hop and rap in South Texas, that's not a thing. Yeah, It's not really a thing. What like is- I said, the closest place that we have... It's Austin. It's Austin, but it's a live music capital. And everyone there does like alternative indie, alternative like rock. That's the thing that's going on over there. Mm-hmm. So hip hop doesn't really have a scene. You can go to Houston, but in Houston, kind of plateau. Mm-hmm. So all the big Houston artists like Beyonce, Travis Scott, and Megan Thee Stallion go to LA. Yeah. The reality, which is why I was saying I'm. Thinking about moving to a place of opportunity like Nashville or Miami Beach, Florida, or I forgot the Springs, Florida. I don't remember exactly what the name of the city was. Sometimes you just got to do it. If you're about it, you're about it. If you're about it, you're about it. So would you be one of those people to grab a bag and go? No. You wouldn't? You'd keep doing it? I'd keep doing it because... But, oh wait, quick question. But what if you make... Say a million dollars in Nashville, Florida, Georgia, whatever it might be. Come back to Texas, South Texas, and kind of open up your own music industry. Would you do that? Or is there a place to even do that? I would I would consult someone of real estate value. <laughs> I, would, I would consult someone who keeps track of demographics in order to see if that's economically viable. Mm-hmm. Because I would love to do that. But if I'm just going to lose money by doing that, then at one point I'm going to go bankrupt. And all the stuff that I wanted to do is just going to go down the toilet. And also, a million dollars isn't a lot of money. I know. I'm just saying, Rand, a lot of people believe that a million dollars is a lot of money. <laughs> you gotta, it, it truly does amaze me that people are like, a million dollars? Bro, I'll, I'll chop the head off this cat. I'll oh, chop no. The, I'll chop the head off this cat and kick it right into the field goal for a million dollars. It's like, bro, that's a million dollars. Yeah. Not a lot of money. Plus, I don't think this is the one thing that more and more people are starting to get wrong about life. The ends don't justify the means. Meaning what? Or what's it called? The means don't justify the end. As in what you're doing doing now? Well, let's say, all right, for lifetime of riches, and this is also another reason why social media, we can go back to this. But let's say you get you don't have to worry about anything. You get you win the lottery for nine hundred eighty billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Would you go around and kill your whole family? No. Yeah, exactly. But some people would be like, "Yeah, hell yeah!" Was, like, there's generally people like that. It's like, and it really does put into perspective that people really worship money. Yeah, for sure. But the ends don't justify the means. Yeah, that's true. Just because the product later is something that could be of use does not mean that 
it's justifiable to do whatever you want in order to achieve that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense, which is also probably why I like to dabble in many things to keep myself busy more than making money. Because I do a lot of things, but I don't care about the money. It's just fun to me. And going back to what you, now that you said that, going back to what you were saying earlier, it was like if I were to get a bag and run, if I got a million dollars or whatever, I wouldn't just dip. A million dollars is a lot of money. And second of all, I don't make money off of it now and I'm still doing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't make money now and I'm doing it enough to quit my day job. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not really getting any anything back. And what would be the point of quitting later? Mm-hmm. I'm already used to doing it for a loss of revenue. Yeah. Wouldn't be any different, except I would actually have a way to justify me quitting a job. I feel like if you were to establish a music industry, or I don't think it would be considered an industry, like a, a music company and kind of create a way to fund itself. Say you build a studio say you build a mixing studio a mixing studio and recording studio now you have both of them now the problem's going to be finding artists and then i'm thinking back to the old school way of where there's that uh the guy in a suit at like a music venue oh yeah yeah just kind of in the back just I like scoping you, kid. artists yeah i like you kid yeah there you go that's what you gotta do and then just how would you like a record deal yeah so that'd be pretty cool to do if you had a good that's when I, that's what I mean by grab your back and go. Just make enough money to make your own studio recording label, whatever it might be. And also, I'm also thinking about a Big Time Rush. How that guy he just had his own music recording studio for Big Time Rush or whatever it was. A Big Time Rush? Yeah, in the show. Oh, uh, <laughs> Gustavo. Something like that. I don't remember. Shout out to Gustavo. <laughs> you talking about the manager? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's man, Gustavo, the, the big dude, right? Gustavo. Yeah. Shout out to Gustavo. That'd be gangsta. It's a good show. <laughs> it is a good show. Big Time Rush made a comeback. They're releasing music and everything. They are? Yes, sir. I haven't. Checking it out. You know I have to. You know I've been, been on that. I have, I, have, I have great appreciation for Big Time Rush. And they're still doing it to this day. They just restarted up. It's funny because they bought their rights. Because they didn't own the rights to Big Time Rush, the name. Really? Well, who had it? Nick? Nick. Really? Nick owned it, and UMG. I think UMG works with Nick. UMG owns it, but they bought it, mm-hmm. or however much money or whatever. And they, if you look at their old music, it was said "Big Time Rush," mm-hmm. or twenty twenty or twenty eleven "Big Time Rush," at the bottom of like who released it. If you scroll all the way to the bottom of the the single or album, it will tell you who released it. But since they didn't own the name. They just like, uh, damn it, I keep saying like, they bought, I guess, the name of the publishing, mm-hmm. and they changed it to, uh, bought the rights, mm-hmm. so it's still BTR, mm-hmm. but instead of Big Time Rush, it's bought the rights. Bought the rights. Yeah, it's really hilarious. That's funny. It's official too. You can go scroll down to the bottom of their new singles, mm-hmm. and it says bought the rights. Bought the rights. It's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> they had to buy their whole social media and everything back too. What how much that cost? A couple million, I'm pretty sure. It was yeah, hundred percent. Not even a couple buy it million. from a company that owned by Viacom. Yeah, 
I don't know how big companies work. It's crazy. Everyone just There's owns three everything. companies that own most of the channels on TV and most of the companies, most of the movie companies, if that makes Yeah. That puts anything in perspective. It's Viacom, Disney, and I forgot what the other one is. Mm. Sony. Sony? Sony, really? Mm. Uh, I don't know. I know more about the financial industry, like BlackRock and Golden Sanchez, all that weird stuff going on. BlackRock. Man, what a... <laughs> I don't like BlackRock. I don't know. Money, money, money. Like you say, money rules the world. Truly, truly amazes me. I just want to enjoy myself. The worship of money is truly astounding, <laughs> especially when you go on social media and you see these rappers promoting all these diamond chains that might not be real, or if they are real, the comp- or the the label bought it for them. Talking about, let me do this money spread, boy. Money spread. Either the one, that's not your. The little whatever. Yeah, this garbage. Yeah. Or the money that might not be your money. The label gave it to you so that way you can promote this ideology. That you should worship money because if you don't have money, you're worthless in this world. Oh, that's, a lot of that's what social money. media promotes. And then with our generation, I'm 22. I'm also 22. You're 22. <laughs> We're born in 2000s. Social media was introduced to us at, at 10 years old. That's whenever it started being a mainstream thing. And it wasn't just like MySpace. MySpace was introduced in 2006, seven. Lasted about three years. Then Facebook came around. Then everyone started picking up Facebook. And our parents didn't know what they were doing because <laughs> technology advanced at such a rapid pace, it was hard to keep track of what was actually going on. Yeah. And now we're seeing the side effects of what happens. We got people our age crying on social media, talking about, I wonder what it would feel like if I was happy. I was like, shut your, <laughs> shut your mouth. Like, you, you, like I, I know you don't have a daddy. So that's all I'm gonna tell you. I know your daddy left you. <laughs> that's a fact. I mean, mean, there's definitely issues and psychologically affected with psychological effects from social media and parental trauma. Let's say parental trauma for that one, not daddy leaving you or whatever. I'm specifically talking about females, but yeah, <laughs> well, even the males. But that's less of a problem here, I would say. Mm. I don't know, but social media is a whole different thing snapchat twitter tiktok tiktok's crazy in some sense i brought it up before but (laughs) yeah tiktok is if you ever want to wonder if you ever want to wonder the absolute cesspool of our generation you just go to tiktok and you see all this (laughs) absolutely horrid and irrefutable proof that these kids are lost. I mean, everyone's lost. No. Not, okay, not everyone, but everyone's trying to figure it out. How about that? That's true. And some people are just taking longer than others. <laughs> I could say me and They'll you, fi- we have somewhat figured out. I just, as a Christian, I just want people to realize that they don't have to wait until they're on their deathbed crying to, to finally see that what they were doing is wrong. I wouldn't even say wrong. It's just... I mean, everyone justifies their own means by saying, I enjoy doing this and I'm going to do it. But for example, you have someone on the other end of the spectrum who is technically, not technically, but who considers himself more successful or more whatever it might be, 
see someone else and it's like, hey, those people did nothing with their lives. Meanwhile, I'm over here doing X, Y, and Z. So for them, it's okay to cry, whatever it might be, you know, live a nine to five day job, be whatever. And they're satisfied with that. There's people like you. There's people like me. Not our age? No, they're not satisfied with that. They're constantly crying about college should be free. Healthcare should be free. All this free stuff. Who's paying for that? Who's paying for it? (laughs) Who's paying for it? Hey, you! You're paying for it! Going off. It it irritates me, man. Mm -hmm. It irritates me. You have no idea how... Any economy works. You have no idea how the 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 economy that you were raised in. How, you don't have no idea how it works. Mm-hmm. Your daddy should slap the taste out your mouth talking crazy like that. Let me say something. Speaking about kids, daddies, all this stuff. Uh, who's paying for it? I mean, people aren't having kids anymore. Or exactly, they're are killing their kids. kids. So it's it's a that, thing. That's, that's that's a, that is that is a, that is such a good point. And <laughs> I was gonna. I didn't. Well, I didn't want to bring I I was gonna bring it up eventually, but I I want to bring it up right now since we're on the topic. Okay, I'm kind of scared, but what is it? <laughs> it's not anything. I, I it's not anything radical. Most people would agree with it anyway. Okay. <laughs> so your solution to not having poor people is to make sure they don't have babies. Does that sound like eugenics? Wait, repeat that. A solution to... The people aren't having babies. And uh-huh. a lot of the reasons why they're not having babies, and this is 90, 98% of it, is, well, I don't have the money to do it. Mm-hmm. And think about poor people. They can't have babies. But poor people are having babies. Exactly. But <laughs> they, they're saying the people who defend you killing your kid all the way up until birth is, well, the kid shouldn't raise up poor. The kid shouldn't be raised poor. I was like, oh, okay, so, you, so you're in favor of killing the poor people. Okay. I've never actually heard that argument before. I hear but, it all the time. You really? Know? Yeah. I just hear it more in the sense of... And also, it's not your choice. Yeah, well, I, I, I hear that one all the you're, time. There's, there's not, no, nothing, is your, nothing is your choice. You don't have the right to blow your brains out. You don't have the right to... Hey, Jess, yes, I don't like you. Bah, boy, because I felt like you. Bruh. You don't have you don't have the right to do that. You don't have the right to do anything you want. Well, that's, you don't have that's the right. part of morals and ethics and all that good stuff. I mean, yeah, but here's the thing. That. Yeah, man, even then, but what tells you that you're not supposed to do that? Your conscience. What is your conscience? It's a computer. It's a God, yeah. It's a computer. It's a computer, God, dude. It's a universe. It's God, it's Stardust. Just... I don't know, whatever you want to call it. That's a whole different subject on religion. Religion, oh. philosophy, theology, whatever it might be. That's... Everyone needs to get back to it. Everyone needs to get back to it. I'd rather live in a in a Christian world than a than a kill genocide. A dystopia. Yeah, I'd rather live in a world where Christians constantly not rule, but are the main propagators of law than it is. You should be able to do whatever you want whenever you feel like it. And even though you may feel bad afterwards, but that's just because that's to free you. Mm-hmm. Nah. Nah. Uh, if, you, if you felt like killing somebody, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. You're not allowed to take somebody's life because you feel like it. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to uh, run, run somebody over on the sidewalk because you feel like it. You're not allowed to 
have road rage and go pull up to a side him at the red light and shoot him in his brain. Not allowed to do any of that. I feel like a lot of people just have problems that they haven't sorted out. Yeah, like their daddy should have slapped the taste <laughs> out of their mouth. This guy. I don't see that's a problem. I had no daddy to slap the taste out their mouth. I didn't, but I'm not over here crying about it. I'm not over here saying, you know, I think that we should, you should give me free stuff. I definitely the, don't agree with free stuff, yeah. Here's, here's the thing. People are going to find a father figure somewhere, mm-hmm. no matter where you go. That's why people join gangs, because they feel that that's their family. Mm-hmm. You, never, you never remember? Hey, what up, fam? You know where that comes from? It comes from, like, gang. That comes from, like, gang slang, gang culture. Up, yeah, because, like, hey, you're my family. Uh-huh. Because they're going to find a family somewhere. And the family is the founding principle of anyone of good nature and also just of human humanity in general. Mm-hmm. Because without a family, you cannot create an offspring. There's no creating an offspring without a man, a, a female, and a male's gametes. There's no such thing. You don't just you can't just rip off your arm and create a create a new you by that arm just on the floor. That's not how that works. Some uh, planarian action. Yeah. The amoebas. Amoebas. Some. Uh, some There's no albums. such thing as some that the family is the founding principle of anybody, and if you constantly break that apart, then that's obviously gonna have a have a problem. If some sort of uh, what is it? Um, one of the laws of physics. Every Reaction has a consequence. First law? Newton's first law? Yeah. Every action has a exactly. equal but something reaction. Exactly. I mean, we're messing with the physics of life. It's weird. Yeah. There's an order to it. There's a flow. The way I see it, there's a flow. And the, right? And once you break it, it can go anywhere. And then it's hard to come back to and where it, it is. Isn't, breaking it. Oh, dang. I want to keep talking about this for a while. I don't know. We can talk about this in another episode. I mean, because I, I want to talk about philosophy and the, the history of humans in general, because most people are just completely oblivious that everything that's going on now is not new to human nature. It's just the technology around it is different. Yeah. And I mean, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. I mean, this is the first episode of the podcast, right? We've talked about construction, music social media a little bit of conspiracy we mentioned social not social media um uh when I mean, social media mental promotes health. this stuff mental health yeah so yeah there's they talk promotes this stuff i have 15 <laughs> different personalities i was like oh okay so you're just you're just insane i have i have 15 different tiktok accounts for I one fit, of my personalities i fit yeah one one's called dan the other one's called robert the other <laughs> one's called a jubilee jubilee like all this random garbage i was like you should just be you should never be left out of a psych ward <laughs> all right i mean even never then, you could help people everyone can help each other in some way that's all just most people don't want help uh, yeah some i wouldn't say most people just don't want help it's more of people don't want to help themselves well because they worship themselves yeah. They're the center of everything. I want to do what I want because I feel like it. You can't tell me what to do because this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Everything is me, me, me. I mean, it's good to an extent, you know, as long as you're not I mean, yeah. excessive and actually creating harm to everyone. I mean, there's always an extent mm-hmm. to everything. 
there's always moderation to everything. You mm-hmm. can have a drink of whiskey, but if you're drinking the whole bottle every hour, oh my god, if you're drinking a whole bottle every day, then it's like, yeah, that you, there's something wrong. There's something there. Yeah, <laughs> there's always an extent to something. You can have a glass of two glasses of whiskey and be like, you know what, that's good. Yeah, for sure. But if you're drinking a whole bottle, then you pass that, you know, to a certain extent. When you're drinking a bottle, that's the point where you're like, yeah. And then you want another bottle, so you go to the store. Exactly. So there's always <laughs> there's always a moderation thing towards everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's also another thing on social media. I see a lot of people our age just partying and partying. It's like you want you know why, right? I mean, they're trying to drown. drown in my opinion, they're trying to drown reality. They exactly. Don't, they don't want to come back exactly. to reality. Yeah, it's 100 percent why. yeah social media constantly promotes itself and then people always only the only time i mean you're not going to post yourself at your worst time on social media what's I would. the point okay, you would <laughs> yeah but most people don't do that they only post i went to spain look at this all this garbage i do that i don't too. know all this i don't know how to, i don't i'm trying to think of an example like models and all that they're not going to they only show you pictures that the professional photographer Hook and the editor edited it. Yeah, and it, they don't show um, them, all them crying the, after their divorce. Yeah, exactly. They only show the the best parts of you. So people only, are like, oh, you know what? And it really irritates me because I, I saw this one guy in the in a store. He was wearing these this fake Cuban diamond link. I was like, bro, why are you wearing it in like HEB, dude? HEB. <laughs> like, who's who's gonna ask you? Who who are you trying to impress here? That one guy on TikTok that goes around um, asking people what they do for a living or check because their ice is real. Oh yeah, <laughs> but this dude had the fakest chain, bro. It's like why? He's like, dude, no one's gonna ask you who you are. Mm-hmm. No one cares. Yeah. Like, why do you feel like you need to always pro- project that you're the man? That you're the guy. You're that guy. You're yeah. not that guy. You're not that guy. No one cares. Yeah, people just need to get over themselves, accept themselves for who they are, and just kind of. I mean, enjoy life. We can. Life. I mean, to an extent, we're kind of doing it right now, but. We're not trying to project that we're the man. I mean, the thing... Okay, the thing... I was saying, like, because we're doing this, like, people are going to watch us, but... I mean, it's different. And if people don't watch us, I don't care. <laughs> exactly. I'm not trying to... We're not trying to impress be anyone. like, this is the podcast you need to... Yeah, I mean, like, we, we explained it earlier. Like, we make the best podcast. We want to help people anyway. as well. We want to kind of gain a local audience and talk to... Or at least that was the, the goal of it at the beginning. At the beginning. Talk to bands help them kind of advertise themselves, you know, create venue events, kind of branch out, like just create something for the community more than just... Oh, it, wasn't just even, it wasn't even for us. Yeah, so it's... I mean, if anyone even just wants an interview, like I wouldn't mind them interviewing. Like either it'd be like a through a phone call or coming into the studio or something, whatever you feel comfortable with. I wouldn't mind that. And if people have something to counter-argument, counter-argue against us, then bring that up. I don't mind talking about it. So it's just kind of um, like a conversation kind of podcast as well. And like, I'm pretty sure we're going to eventually post on social media saying, hey, we have this podcast. Um, we're going to do polls. We're going to do this for you guys to talk about and all that good stuff. So, I mean, it's just see where it goes on from here. It's not really focused or tailored to me and you. It's just whatever. People just live in such a bubble. Yeah, people live in such a bubble that they're just oblivious to the actual real world. That is true. And or or and or they just conform to it. That's what happens when you get young minds. When you capture the young minds, 
This is why in North Korea they constantly yeah they project the idea of North Korea Korea like if you don't do this you're committing treason and you're evil like every other country in the world mm-hmm. that's why they get them at three years old yeah. as early as they can they can get them but but you're also kind of um what is that um you're you're exposed to that as well living in the United States. You're very patriotic. You're one of the more patriotic guys I know. Exactly. Well, (laughs) yeah, I was actually going to say, but there is an extent of when it is good or when you should indoctrinate. If you're indoctrinating in something that is fundamentally good, then that's something that you should be doing. Michael Knowles constantly says this because he always gets these comments and questions about Teacher is saying, you know, I want, I want to teach my students how to think, not what to think. And his point is, that's a hundred percent flawed because how are you going to teach someone how to think. how to think if they don't know what to think? And you're basically teaching them how to think. Like if you <laughs> like you can't teach someone math and tell them that two plus two doesn't equal four. Mm-hmm. You have to know what to think in order to how to think. Yeah. So, you. It'd be so that's okay. I'm gonna give you two examples, and I don't think it's it's not even a debate of like which one is better. Let's say you get you get a family, right? Okay. M- Mom and dad have a kid. They raise that kid with Christian values. They grow up. They start their own business. You get a mom and dad. They have a kid. The mom and dad are crack addicts. They raise a kid. Which one is better? Well, it goes on to the values or and morals. Mom, mom, well, that's the thing. One doesn't have morals. One does. Well, I mean, consider. Okay, think about mom this. and mom and dad worship Satan. They have a kid. <laughs> Which one is better? Okay, well, let me give it on the on the basis of this, right? I mean, I'm no psychologist, so I can't really explain how minds or anything works. But I could assume it's how it works. Say the the child with the crack addict parents wants sees their parents for who they are and what they do. They don't want the same thing that their parents are going through. They want something better for them. So they're gonna say, "Hey, I want to either I want to break the cycle of my parents being crackheads, their parents probably being crackheads. So then I want to create something better. Say I want to open up a company. Say I just want to be happy. I want to be living in a simple thing for them. That's that's the that's what they want, and that, and they did it. You know, yeah, so that, there's that, not really that's a difference. Why, that's why I brought up the other example because I realized that was a outcome. Okay. That's why I did the Satan one. Well, yeah, Satan because like with crack addicts, you're not actively saying, "Hey, kid, you need to do crack because it's good okay. for you." The other one, you are the with the Satanist. You're actually saying you need to worship Satan because it's good for you. Well, then same thing follows. If no. I mean, I don't, I don't believe that worshiping Satan is a good thing, right? At saying that, I wouldn't want someone to hex me either <laughs> by saying that. But if you raise that three, if you, and I always say this because it's true, you can raise a you can raise a kid to be a dog, and for the longest time he'll think he's a dog. Mm-hmm. Something in his mind will tell him, "Hey, you're not a dog." But they're gonna believe. But they're, they're gonna, but because they're, they're told it. Yeah. yeah, but their mom and dad is gonna be like, "No, sit down, let's go outside." <laughs> yeah, like the kid's gonna believe it, but there's gonna be something in his head that tells him, "This isn't right." <laughs> yeah, I and mean, that's God. But that's gonna tell them. That's what's gonna tell them. What's like, hey, I'm not a dog. I can actually do everything else. Mm-hmm. They're gonna see people and be like, 
But that kid looks like me. Yeah. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of subjects on psychology and thought pro what thought experiments, stuff like that. That's and it all leads back about. to one thing. Our existence. <laughs> I'm gonna say that existence. I could say God, but I'm gonna say existence because a lot of people have different No. A lot of people have different definitions for God. And when I say, when I hear, because I, I feel that in the US, when people say God, they think of Christianity and they think of Jesus and they think of like God. I would hope so. That's what our country's built on. <laughs> so for me, when I say, when I hear God, it it's just varies in, the, in, in everyone's culture. There's a true God and there's a false God. Well, yeah, always. But God can just be, I remember you telling me once, it just be the, be the feeling of, say, guilt. Or the feeling of rationality. Rationality that in that itself is, God, is yeah. God, because it's something we can't explain. It's something that is there, and and that's why and that's why people go out to party. Yeah, because they want to suppress that feeling of wow, I got really drunk last night, and I don't know who I was with last night. Mm-hmm. I feel guilty. Well, I'm gonna go out again. Yeah, I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna start drinking. Yeah, I mean, because they constantly suppress that idea. And then social media is like, you know what, girl, you know what, you do, you do you, you do the best you. Yeah, that is not the best you though. I mean, there's more to there's more to life than you're just surface level licentiousness. Like there's actually virtue in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you have virtues that you should be like uh, pursuing. Yeah, that you should be accomplishing. Like there there is virtue in you. That is true, but then, oops, sorry. But then we also have this problem in society where it's just how you said, where preach the idea through social media of being, hey, it's okay with what you're doing. It's okay to take your, it exactly. is okay to take your time. It is, but yeah. at the same time, if your time's just going to be yeah, going to work and then coming home, being on social media, then doing the same thing again and then getting drunk on the weekends. I mean, if you're satisfied with, with that and if you're okay with that, that's fine, but you're only benefiting other people yeah, By not, your time, yeah, you, you have no. You literally gain nothing from it. Yeah, like if you're working a nine to five job, say at a big corporation, you're helping the big corporation rather than just kind of breaking out of the cycle and helping yourself. Like, why am I helping this big corporation working well, that's nine what, to five? That's, what, that's why there's only. That's why there's very few billionaires in the world and millionaires for that matter. Mm-hmm. That's what separates them from every all the drones. All <laughs> yeah. the bots. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I wouldn't call them bots. They're still people. They're just in this I mean, little bubble. Well, yeah. I, I'm I'm more of looking at it from our perspective, from our generation. But like our parents, like they're just like, yeah, I work a job. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, I don't really care. Yeah, I mean, my, my dad opened up his own business. That's why I'm in construction. I freaking love construction. <laughs> I'll bleep it. Sorry, I, I just got excited. I didn't, no, it's fine. I, I enjoy construction a lot. And that's what exposed me to it. And that's my passion. Right now, at least, like our, yeah, like our, our, like our grandparents will just be like, yeah, I'm gonna work this factory job. I'll go home. Yeah, Amazon, Walmart. <laughs> just, yeah, they're just, they're just all right. They're all right with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, but if you're gonna complain about it, yeah, then you know, do something about it. I guess the the biggest part is that if of, you're gonna complain about it, do you actually want to do it? Yeah, no. And then, I mean, there's know. a difference between complaining about it. Everyone's like, oh. I'm, uh, it's fine. I had like, to do like, this oh, you today. Know, I didn't like working with Randy over there. He's such a man. He's so annoying. Like that. <laughs> or like, man, my boss. Man, he was really. He was just in a bad attitude today. That's different than. I shouldn't be working for this boss because I can do it so much better. I was like, okay, well then go do it. Yeah. <laughs> or for example, like, 
I mean, in the music industry, I'm pretty sure you could, be say, you could say the same thing. I had this client today that just didn't want to come up, didn't, didn't know how to make up his mind, right? Or I could say, oh, today when I was pulling this trailer, my, my tire popped and it freaking sucked. I hate, I hate this trailer or something. Then you just kind of find a way to fix it. You go, okay, I got a flat tire, got a new trailer, I did whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, that's different than every day saying, I hate construction. I hate waking up at eight. I hate, um, I hate pulling this trailer. I hate picking up lumber. It's at that point, your life's just, I hate, hate, hate. There's never, oh, some days you're going to have good days. Some days you're going to have bad days, you know? And like working at a big corporation or something, I mean, every day is the same way. Every day is the same day. You do the same thing. You deal with the same kind of people. You just, there's no difference in anything. Mm. That's why I enjoy construction. <laughs> I don't know. On construction, like I said, my Instagram's idealistic underscore construction. He's in charge of that stuff. I have a 720-foot nice. square build I'm doing right now. Doing the process. Let's see how it goes. My Instagram is a double entendre. <laughs> it means two things. It's Zared Records, but also Zared Records. There you go. Oh. I guess I can I guess I can explain my name. Idealistic construction comes from the ideal the ideal way to construct something. Cause I mean, whenever I was coming up with my name, it was uh a lot of people just do their last name or their first name construction. And I was I said, Hey, I don't want to just have my name because say I don't have another generation. That's just kind of where it ends. So it was like idealistic construction. It's the ideal way to build something. So in construction, you're gonna have the idealistic way to build something. So exactly, it's kind of like because you don't want someone who's just gonna come in. I can do the job. Oh, I'll do the job and leave. And then next year, your warranty expires, and it's just the warranty on the drywall. Warranty on the drywall. Yeah, that's a different. Okay, talk about that. Yeah, that's, that's really th- funny. That is a really funny story. <laughs> So, I mean... I guess not a story, but really funny and, like, constant accounts. Uh-huh. But... People asking questions. But, yeah. There's a lot of things in the works. We still have a whole life ahead of us, so it's not... We're not limited to anything right now. Yeah. I'm going to have to disagree with you there. Not because... Oh. It's because I'm very... I want to... Oh, no. I, I want to... I, uh-huh. defi- I definitely agree with you. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm no, not gonna uh, disagree and say we. I'm one of those strong believers where it's get as much as you can right now, so when your 30s and your 40s, you have everything established to where you're comfy. Because the whole point of my my goal in life is to be comfy, not have to worry about where my money's coming from, if I'm gonna have somewhere to stay, eat, if I want to go somewhere, I'll go. So I I just want to establish myself right now. So in my thirties, I can do whatever the f- whatever the heck I want. Thirties, forties, fifties, sixties. Well, I don't want to live past fifty though. Fifty is too much. I want to, I want to dance. You want to dance? I want to dance as well, but there you go. I have a limited amount of time before my legs. But 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 age. See, that's that's one of the reasons. It's like age and time. That is one of the reasons why I'm kind of wanting to get everything now. Cause like I can make music for a while, but I like dancing too much to like not do that. And that actually has an age range. 
Yeah, that's true. Well, <laughs> that actually has age range yeah, of whenever sorry. I can like not do that. I meant I I yeah. But yeah, but not, that's specifically for me. That's different. I forgot what I was gonna wrap it up with, but that's I, that's a pretty good first episode. I think so too. I would say the theme. I would say one of the things you take away from it is be an individual. For sure. Which is actually way simpler, and even though it sounds very. Well, that's easy. That's easy to say. Like, be be an individual. What does that mean? Yeah, <laughs> be an individual. I mean, I could say like if you if you see yourself agreeing with everything you see on social media, you, you're not an individual. That, that's a good way to. Mm-hmm. I would say I would say that for sure. But at the same time, say you're listening to this podcast, and there's just some key things that you hear us say, and it's, and do you ask yourself? that makes sense or you tell yourself that makes sense or I want to know more about this. It's good for you to kind of explore the subject of whatever it might be, say mental illness or uh, social media, how it influences something mental, like whatever it might be. I said, I said mental illness twice because I don't know, but take away, think for yourself, be an individual and just enjoy your life for what it is. I don't know. That's the way I hear it. But that's that goes for anything. Not just enjoy your life as it is within the confines of morals. And oh yeah, for sure. That that's what I'll say. The takeaway: live your life within the confines of morality. And if something is telling you something is wrong, it probably is. And also, you don't have the right to do whatever you want. You do not have the right to do whatever you want, because in the best interests of you, you're not allowed to do illegal things. There's a reason why things, some actions. Are illegal. So take that as you will. And also don't believe everything you see on the internet. I don't know why we lost that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot. That was uh and uh what is it? Don't go home with strangers. Don't go home with strangers. But <laughs> everyone goes home in today's society. Exactly. So don't go home with strangers. Don't believe everything you see on the internet. You don't have the right to do whatever you want. Those are three takeaways you can that I suggest you think about. Yeah, this week. We'll see you guys next week. Think about that during this week. Apply that to your life. Do a little bit of a week recap when we come back. Yeah, we'll do a recap. Next Tuesday. We can do a... We can do a we'll think of some thought experiments to do. This is a good first episode. I hope... Uh, see you guys soon. Or hope, see you guys I hope back. everything was interesting. Yeah. And we'll see how we can advertise online. Kind of bring conversations into this. It might take a while. <laughs> but it's somewhere we got a lot of things to talk about so yeah. it's not like we run out of ideas oh yeah for sure it's just sometimes people like the interactions some poll action alright well this is Jess Jess and Zay yeah Jess Jess and Zay let's go figure out the podcast name later I but actually kind of like that Jess Jess and Zay I'm, Jess and Zay Jess, <laughs> Jess, Jess, Jess and Zay. Zay yeah I'm down for that for a good couple episodes I, I, I was thinking about the title name I was thinking like the ideal corner <laughs> <laughs> Ideal corner. I don't know. Ideal studio. I mean, I don't really. I don't know. We can figure out later. All right. See you later, guys. Enjoy yourselves.